Hi, I'm Ellie and this is the Meat and Potatoes Tarot Podcast. Welcome to all of the new subscribers across the board of different podcast forums and a special thank you and a big hello to my wonderful supporters who are watching the video version of this podcast on Patreon. Today I'm going to give you a summary detail of the major arcana suite within the Rider Weight deck and talk to you about the significance of the major arcana in particular and how it kind of links in the wider sense to the human experience. We saw a glimpse of that when it came to the fool's journey. I went through a brief summary of the levels of consciousness, unconsciousness, the awareness that we have of others and the environment around us, the different life lessons and virtues that are developed throughout the fool's journey, and the process by which the fool progresses through each of these major arcana cards in order to reach his final destiny, which is that of the sun. It's all about the um, awakening of the earthly senses of humanity and then progressing beyond that into the spirituality of life in the spiritual realm. We're hunting for our enlightenment in tarot and tarot provides us with the stepping stones in order to do that. In fact, the major arcana are a big part of the directional force that tarot um, actually takes us down towards our enlightenment. So why don't we begin by looking at the major arcana as a total group and then I'm going to narrow down in future episodes, each card individually within the major arcana suite. I'm going to go through basic definitions and also a little bit uh, about the information surrounding each card and why it's relevant in a bit more detail. So let's begin. Did you know that there are currently around 8 billion people alive in this world today? Imagine how many different lifestyles and opinions that represents. Imagine what it's like to be just one of those other people. How different might you be to how you see yourself right now? Okay, let's just consider a single one of those other people for a moment. A person who lives in an entirely different country on the other side of the world with an entirely different set of traditions, daily experiences, hopes, dreams and societal or personal encounters. What kind of a different life they must lead to your own? They eat food you've never heard of, have friends you've never met and might not ever really like. Perhaps if you met this person, you might think they dress a little strange, have weird ideas, speak a language that sounds like gobbledygook to you. You might find them boring or nuts or maybe even really unpleasant. The possibilities are infinite and yes, it's true that each person alive today is indeed unique. There are so many differences between us all. In fact, our differences appear very obvious at the moment. Uh, we seem to disagree and argue over just about everything that's going on in the world around us. 
even when it comes to different people within the same neighborhood or even the same family. But you know, we are also very much the same in a single way. Somehow, we're all born for the purpose of traveling through the human experience. In fact, the human experience is one that is universal in nature, regardless of who we are, where we were born, and what else we might encounter as we travel through life. We will each be presented with this universal human experience that we must somehow learn to navigate. The manner in which we travel through the universal human experience and what we learn and adopt from it will shape us into the person we ultimately become. The major Akana suite in the Rider Waite tarot deck consists of 22 cards which collectively paint a picture of the universal human experience. Individually, each major Akana card presents us with a profound aspect of our existence and teaches us the most fundamental of life's lessons. If tarot was a book, say for example your favourite novel, then the major Akana cards would be a book's chapter headings. Each chapter heading captures the overall purpose of the chapter in question. Every word within the chapter, regardless of how it was written, would somehow link back to that chapter heading. Now some readers consider the major Akana suite to be more profound than the minor Akana. They might describe major Akana cards as representing significant issues in the life of a person, such as death or ethical dilemma. I was taught to look at the major Akana slightly differently. For me, they are a collective of essentials to bring with you as you travel through life. If it doesn't appear on a major Akana card, you know, you might... <laughs> You might think that it's an unnecessary bit of luggage that could be left behind. I also believe in the general principle that a tarot reading that evokes a large percentage of major arcana cards is likely to be a reflection of someone who is in the midst of numerous simultaneous life lessons. Each major arcana card is significant in its own right, so let's choose one that I personally believe to be one of the most significant. The Fool. Why do I feel that the Fool is so significant? According to the Fool's journey, as discussed in episode one of this podcast, the Fool is described as having no life experience at all. That's why it's numbered zero. Zero life experience. But you see, nothing at all happens without the fool. And we are each the fool when it comes to the universal human experience. Each of us begins in the same way with nothing more than our life force and our free will. But without that life force, we cannot travel beyond our first moment. And without our free will, we cannot even choose which foot to put forward first. The significance of the fool is that we must exist, regardless of and independent of anything else which must also exist. That fact alone makes each of us, every single one of the eight billion of us, important. 
It proves that life is important and that we must not take our lives for granted. When you think about each of us as the fool, suddenly you begin to see why our differences are not as significant or important as our sameness. You are important. I am important. Every one of us in the world is important because we are each the full. Nothing happens and the journey never begins without the full. The full is the most necessary aspect of life. So let's carry on and look at the full in more detail. If you have been patient enough to begin this podcast at episode one, you will already understand the importance of considering individual cards as sitting within the context of a journey along the path determined not only by fate, but also by free will. The Fool card is the immediate example of this point. It is the journey of the Fool that will help you to gain the most fundamental understanding of tarot, the system of tarot, as a mathematical or logical concept, and the need to balance emotional impulses against a restrained mindfulness. The Fool can appear in the Major Arcana Suite as either the Zero or card number 22. Alternatively, it may be left unnumbered. The chosen numbering of the Fool is based on how the creator of the deck chose to interpret its meaning. Unlike the rest of the Major Arcana, which are numbered in Roman numerals, the Fool in the Rider Waite deck is numbered zero, which is of Arabic origin. As we progress through the symbolism of each card within the deck, you will begin to see a pattern forming in this regard, in that the Rider Waite deck makes generous use of different languages and beliefs to describe the Fool's journey with a series of symbols and images. This is not a haphazard decision on the part of the deck's creator, but a subtle reminder that all of us, regardless of where we come from or what we believe, ultimately experience a similar journey through life. The Fool's journey has just begun, and it is appropriate to acknowledge that a journey starting point should be numbered at zero. So let's have a look at the first impressions of this card. A young man steps forward or backwards upon a precipice. He is dressed casually or maybe shabbily and appears relaxed, innocent and naive in his demeanour. He has stockinged feet and a feather in his cap. He carries a white rose in one hand and a stick in the other. Tied to the stick is a small sack of his worldly possessions, which are few. An excited dog tries to get his attention nearby. Above him is a hot white sun and below is the ravaged mountains or sea. In the upright position, the fool represents taking a risk, 
having a fresh perspective, or having faith in the universe. In the reverse position, the fool represents foolishness, keeping bad company, and making stupid choices. So let's take a look at the symbols of the Fool card. The Fool's posture is open and inviting. He appears oblivious to the potential dangers that surround him. Is this innocence or arrogance on his part? The whiteness of the sun shows an empty mind, lack of forethought or purity of spirit. The small and humble sack of possessions alludes to a lack of life experience and an equal lack of emotional baggage. The closeness of the sun, the yellow sky and the cliff face all hint at potential danger if something goes wrong. The icy blue horizon hints at possible danger also but can also depict an idealistic outcome if things go well. The dog's enthusiasm for attention is a warning, or perhaps it's a method of distraction. And by the way, the noise that you can hear in the background is my dog's method of distraction. She's currently hunting for her food. The red feather denotes the fool's life force. And this is a symbol that you will see grow and wither as we progress through the cards. Now there are symbols within this card that also appear in other major arcana cards and so this is something that you should keep in mind because the symbolism is consistent and it'll help you to remember the significance of the symbols. The dog also appears in the moon card. The white rose also appears in the death card. The sun appears in the lover's card, temperance, death, the moon and the sun. The red feather appears in the sun and the death card. And the yellow sky appears in the magician, the empress, the chariot, strength and justice. If you were to ask me what is the overall theme of the fall, I would say the journey has just begun. And so far, the load is light. It is time to move forward from zero, relying on instinct. The path of a lifetime awaits you. And as you step forward toward your destiny, there will be many choices to make, each of which takes you one step closer to a positive or negative outcome. This is only the first of these choices and the choice is yours. So that was a broad explanation of how the major arcana are really an important fixture within the Rider Waite deck of tarot. In the next episode, I'm going to start looking at individual cards in the major arcana suite. I'm going to be going through them consecutively, but this is a reminder that once you've actually heard or seen episode one of this podcast, you can dip in and out of any other episode and it really won't affect your ability to learn. 
In fact, it's important for you to practice learning cards out of sequence. It'll make it so much easier for you to individually understand their significance as a single card. Trust me, that is the way I learned and that's the way that I managed to really embed it. If you consider the Major Arcana as a constantly sequential set of cards, what you're going to be missing is that element of human experience which is unpredictable. You need to be able to look at the card individually without considering whether or not a card came before or after it. If you want to see me put my knowledge of tarot into practice and also learn by watching readings unfold, you can always subscribe to the Ellie Dreams Down Under channel on YouTube. I air a new video every day of the year in which I cover a wide variety of different topics, including politics, world affairs, mysteries, the unexplained. I also do personal readings and I take viewer requests. So I hope to see you there. In the meantime, take care.